Welcome to Season 2 of the Blue Green Vacations Peak Performance Podcast. Fasten your seatbelts as we dive in and level up. It's time to share happiness one podcast at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engine! Wow! Go, 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 Blue Green, it's podcast day. Go Jackie, it's podcast day. Go Wayne, it's podcast day. Go Jay, it's podcast day. Well, hello once again. Welcome to Peak Performance Podcast Season 2. I'm Jay McGowan. I'm Jackie Disher. And I'm Wayne Rickman. Welcome, Blue Green Nation. Yes, yes, guys. We are (laughs) back at it again. And this is, you know what? This is kind of a sad day, but a great day. Uh, A happy day. This is the last episode of Season 2. So, oh, what a year. What yeah, a year, Jay. It's been a great one. It's been a great one, Jackie. Uh, we kicked off this season with uh, a great a podcast with Rustin, and we didn't take our foot off the gas. We kept going and going and going <laughs> and going. And man, we are ending this season on a very, very high note, and I'm super excited. So, Wayne... What you, what's your thoughts on this season? Well, you know, coming off of the um, town hall this morning from Alan and listening yes. to him talk about everything that happened in 2022, you know, I have a, a um, an acronym I use. It's called ACPR, and I won't go through it, but the last one, R, is for reflect. It's always fun to sit back and reflect and see what we've overcome, where we've come. The podcast, I just came back from Big Cedar. You know, I walk down the hall, people are like, hey, where's Jackie Disher? I want to meet here. You know, Jay McGowan, he's unbelievable. And so it's so exciting to see that we're out there. 4,000 people without email are still hearing all the exciting things that are happening about Blue Green. And let me tell you, Jay, you couldn't have picked a better guest than today to finish a record-setting year. I'm so excited. How about you, Jackie? Same. And, you know, as many accomplishments as we've had this year at Blue Green, you know, I think we've really only scratched the surface because 23, 2023 is going to be so much better. But this time of year, it's always great, like reflection and, and um, you know, looking at our families and the time that we get to spend together. It really it really is fun. And I have to say that this this season, um, which we call the season of giving at Blue Green, warms my heart. I've seen on social media just Amen. left and right at, on almost every single day i'm seeing a new picture of a site um out there doing something cool for people in our communities and that i know that warms your heart wayne and it certainly warms mine as well no question props to will hoffman and the elon team and 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 come on let's keep loading up social media let's make taylor sartain happy and and light up linkedin right yeah shout out (laughs) back to you jay shout out taylor she does an awesome job so listen guys let's uh let's let's try to save some of this time so we can give it all to our guests. So what we're going to do, we're going to go to our last weekly win and our last motivational minute of this season. Not the last one, but of this season. And then we'll come back and we'll jump into it with our guests. Here we go. It's time for Weekly Wins with Jackie Disher.
Let me start by congratulating the Fountain Sales and Marketing teams for achieving $100 million in sales so far this year. Huge win. Congrats, everybody. And part of that big win is where today's weekly win brings us. New hire Fatima Hashefi is showing everybody just what a little positivity, perseverance, and passion can do for your career. Having never been in sales before, she hit the floor on the Fountains in-house department in mid-October and has been tearing it up since then, selling over 412,000 in volume with nearly a 12,000, that's right, $12,000 VPG and a 30% close. Fatima, your team loves you. The owners, you've helped appreciate you. And this is only the beginning. Congrats on your big accomplishment. And we'll see you at PC next year. Jay, back to you. Hey, Alexa, what time is it? It's now time for the Motivational Minute with Wayne Rickman. Please hold for a very important message. WOO stands for winning others over. You enjoy the challenge of meeting new people, getting them to like you. Strangers are rarely intimidated by you. On the contrary, strangers can be energizing. You're drawn to them. That's why you're in this business. You want to learn their names. You want to ask questions. You want to find areas of common interest so you can strike up a conversation, build rapport, build trust. Some people shy away from startup conversation because they worry about it. Not only are you rarely at a loss for words, you actually enjoy initiating conversations with strangers. Once that connection is made, you're quite happy to wrap it up. In your world, there are no strangers. There are only friends that you haven't met yet. When you build trust, you build relationships. Remember, service before the sale. Stop selling too soon and get to know your people. Find something to love about them. They'll find something to love about you. And ultimately, you meet at the tip of the mountain, which is trust. I'm out. One minute of motivation complete. Thank you, Wayne. Well, 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 that was, uh, I mean, come on. What a way to go out. I mean, come on, Jackie, that weekly win with Fatima and the fountains, a hundred million at the fountains. And, you know, that's awesome. Congratulations, Chris, Ryan, uh, Jeff, just everybody over there. I don't want to leave out any, anyone over there. Uh, everybody, man. Every you know, Zach, Zach and Andrew put their arm around her, a brand new person. Jay, Jackie, when you talk about what we do on the performance development team, this is a person who's never sold before. Forget sold timeshare, never sold before. It's proof when you follow the process, it matters. And so, hey, props to her. Very exciting times. Very excited about this podcast. Turn us loose, Jay. Yes, yes. And then real quick, that 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 uh, motivational minute, Wayne, that was awesome. Woo. I got to I got to <laughs> change. I mean, I like. I like uh, the acronym, but I got to find another one. Wayne offers Wayne over. I, Jackie, we'll come up with something <laughs> that, to make that uh, yes. acronym means something for Wayne. But with that being said, Wayne, uh, listen, you and I always say this. You do the, the best intros. You do your research. You know, you're really thorough with that. And we're going to give you an opportunity to just do one last one for the year, for the season. One last intro to bring in our guest. Go ahead, Wayne. Well, you talk talk about a way to go out for the year, and you talk about somebody who's hold, uh, held executive positions all over the country with big brand names 
who's worked for Hairs Entertainment, who's worked for Marriott, even NASA for crying out loud. Wow. Um, he is our vice president of customer experience. I can't tell you how much we talk about experience here. He's an award-winning adjunct professor. I just watched his video on LinkedIn today. I was like, wow. He teaches strategy. He teaches leadership. He teaches hospitality management. He's a graduate of Boston College with a master's in public administration, also has an MBA like, holy cow, Batman, how lucky are we at Blue Green to have Rob Hebler. Welcome to the Peak Performance Podcast, young man. Wow, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, when you start your speaker's tour, I volunteer to go set you up everywhere you go, right? Uh, you know, we talk so much, Rob, about um, success in the sales process, depending on fostering and developing the trust of the customer, making them comfortable with us, right? And mm -hmm. after joining us as the uh, VP of customer experience, you've worked with multiple experience uh, executive committee members, mm -hmm. especially reporting directly to Alan. And recently you came to Orlando and 15 of us sat in a room and you shared the results of a 10 month research project on our customers who purchased, but for whatever reason, didn't retain, right? And retention is such a big um, topic for us, huge topic where we were just up at Big Cedar. And we want you to share your research with us today and help us understand the behaviors that are in essential in the sales process. So. Welcome, Rob. What can you do to help us uh, understand this uh, rescission research and how can we turn rescission into retention? Right. Well, <clears throat> thanks. Uh, thanks for letting me be here to share these, these great results. So for the last 10 months, we have surveyed over a thousand owners, uh, the uh, prospects that did purchase uh, $20 million of products and for one reason or another decided not to continue their ownership experience with us. So uh, I've conducted a survey and I asked them several questions about the sales process itself. Uh, when did they decide to rescind? Uh, why did they decide to rescind? And also if there's anything we could have done differently in the process to retain them as owners. One of the things that came over clearly is the sales process they found very compelling. In fact, they, they enjoyed it. Uh, they particularly enjoyed uh, the way we respect them. We ask qu clarifying questions. We share the benefits of timeshare ownership. Uh, they absolutely appreciated that so much that they purchased. So you, you'd have to think, okay, they purchased, but for some reason they rescinded. And typically you say, oh, well, they rescinded because they couldn't afford it. Uh, the maintenance fees uh, issues, or I couldn't get on the vacation that I wanted, or I heard bad reviews. But we found, though, in, in reading the comments, that much of it of their comments was regret. That for some reason or another, they just couldn't go through the, through the process. And what we found is uh, a word uh, that was repeated throughout their comments and repeated throughout the survey. And it's a word that you said very eloquently, Wayne, trust. So what we found is on a scale of one to 10, all the surveys are one to 10, top box, they trusted our uh, sales associates, 47% top box, nines and tens, 47, which is a very strong score. Once again, we have to recall that these are people that later rescinded. 
So we found that for someone to purchase that level of trust, that relationship had to be at that level. Basically, top box nines and tens had to be that level. However, that level wasn't strong enough to offset um, uh, uh, you know, uh, hindrances or, violate or, or terms of what prevents them from moving forward in terms of vac vacation ownership. What could right. get them over it? Right. So we, we found that trust is the absolute key. And, and as you said, once again, as you said earlier, trust is the key. I'll say the key to all relationships. Without trust, there is no relationship. Correct. Uh, just as you mentioned earlier, Wayne, you know, the service before the sale, get to know the person. So the research offered uh, ways in which we can enhance the level of trust during the sales process. And one of the most pronounced way, ways was answering questions and concerns. And we do a, a very good, strong job at answering questions and concerns in the sales process. But in, but in terms of moving that number from 47% to much higher, much north of that number, what, we've, what the research suggests is our ability to ask questions that are not asked. <laughs> so if the person doesn't mention about main fees or doesn't emphasize or, or how do I get on vacation, uh, the, um, in terms of will I hear bad reviews, will someone say negative things about timeshare, to uh, the research suggests bringing those up in the sales process, emphasizing those items will yeah. increase the level of trust and then increase and then offset rescission. Yeah. Um, can I, can I jump in real fast? Yeah, I, go ahead, Jackie. I feel like what you're saying, it's something that as sales trainers, we talk about all the time and certainly managers and site leaders talk about baby negatives and, and making things sound too good to be true. It usually is that whole thing. And, and I've, I've always felt like selling isn't about making it sound like it's a perfect product, right? It's about, it's just gotta be better than what they're doing now. Amen. And you know what I mean? And so like, yes. the, if I'm a sales rep sitting um, in my car on the way to work today, listening to this, this podcast, I'm going, what can I say that uh, will address something that we know is, well, they'll, you know, they'll hear about later anyway. And how can I sort of overcome that before it comes up uh, when they leave us? That's, is that what you're saying, Rob? Right. Basically, we, we, I would, the research suggests that there really shouldn't be any surprises. Say, hey, Rob didn't mention about the maintenance fee go up 3% or something like that. Or didn't mention about this or, or the ability to um, uh, get on a last minute vacation is, is somewhat challenged at a very top resort and so forth. That timeshare favors uh, those that plan ahead of the reservation. You will, you, there is ample opportunity throughout our great selection of resorts to get in the vacation that you want when you want to go do it. But timeshare across the board favors those who plan. So I would suggest that that the research suggests that that our ability not to have any surprises. So no, Jackie mentioned that. Wayne mentioned that. Jay mentioned that. I know that. So that enhances your ability to trust and certainly trust in the sales associate and trust in blue green itself. That's just awesome. Go ahead, Jackie. I'm just. No, I was going to actually, I was going to throw it to you because I feel like um, something that's something that's popping in my head right now is 
uh, like we hear bad reviews all the time. People say, gosh, they just can't get away from bad reviews. I know that in a lot of our markets, there's signs up for exiting your timeshare and all of this resale stuff. And, and, you know, it's the elephant in the room. And, um, I think when we were in Orlando, if I'm remembering correctly, you said you gave an analogy of like, uh, you know, bad reviews of even great companies that we think of p companies we do business with all the time, like, you know, Amazon or Walmart or, you know, uh, Disney or any other company. And are you going to find bad reviews on them? So I just wondered if you could share your your analogy or your take on that. Right. Well, we will find what we want to look for. So if we want to see bad reviews, we're going to see bad reviews. Amen. So, yes. you know, typically the research shows that uh, typically we only look at the first top three reviews of anything. And uh, then we make our decision. So if the top three were not a very strong recommendation, then we kind of, oh, well, that's it. This wasn't a good decision to do that. Uh, some of us look at, you know, only look at ones or fours or fives, whatever the scale is, is what the comments are to kind of make our judgment. But there are bad reviews. Nothing out there is perfect. Right. Nothing out there is perfect. The, there's always downsides to everything. But I will say, as, as an owner of Timeshare, it was one of the best decisions my family's ever made. Why is that? Why is that? Would I look back and say, well, you know, you made that decision a long time ago, Rob. And, and do you still enjoy it? I will say my entire family, my entire family has grown up in timeshare <laughs> and looks forward to every year returning to our timeshare vacation. So I plan this way in advance. You know, the timeshare always favors those who's plan ahead. And subsequently, not only my family, but my wife's family, my family, come in and rent units and so forth all around us. So the, the timeshare the, uh, becomes the center of the vacation, of a vacation that's really just a family of six, now is a, now is a party of 35, <laughs> so each year. So the timeshare gets the, the ball moving on your ability to enhance your life. I, I absolutely believe this. Uh, the, the life is all too short, things go all too quickly, uh, it seems. But those moments that we cherish with each other, uh, namely on vacation, uh, last a lifetime. And it's, and it's a, a saying that's been said many times, but it's, but it's so very true. These, uh, your ability, our ability to bring this gift into the lives of owners of prospects throughout the country, throughout the world, is a gift worth giving, opening, reopening every single year, every time we make a reservation yep. and enjoy ourselves on, on, on one of our resorts. There was um, a Blue Green associate that came up to me at my on my trip to Big Cedar. And here is a text that he sent me from December 15, 2019 of a woman who purchased, who felt comfortable with him, came back the next day to rescind. But fortunately, she came to talk to him to tell him she was rescinding. And she said, I've been thinking of you. Oh, by the way, the husband's very sick. So they really wanted to take him on some trips during his sickness. She's healthy. Been thinking of you as we're getting ready to go on our third trip with Blue Green. We're off to the fountains for our first Christmas trip. We're so happy we talked to you before we rescinded. It is a lot of money. We could have used it for other things, especially since we both just retired. But we'd gone places and taken for friends we would not because you helped us keep this ownership during this trip we're planning next year i want to push to come back to missouri i would love to meet up with you thank you for changing my family's life and the sad news is when he reached back out to this family he's still alive but she passed away 
so so this is a true text from a cell phone number i'm not going to read the lady's name because she's no longer with us but but the impact of what we do is very real we're hearing it from you rob we've heard it from uh, Jason Gamble, the CEO of Arda, that talked about the mm-hmm. high percentage of people that, that are satisfied. I didn't know until that podcast, Jackie, that 80% of timeshare owners pay off their note way before the term. Yeah. And it is a great product and we do have to believe in it. But, but you know, in the end, this podcast to me is mostly about how do we get people to trust us after the presentation ends, right, Jay? Yeah, you know, and as you're, you're saying that, Wayne, that story, I mean, and that's an that's an awesome story. One, you know, it shows just urgency of we have to just, you know, you just never know. The right. one thing that we, you know, we don't we we can't bottle up is time and we have to share that time and take advantage of time that we have. Uh the other thing that I was thinking is, and I know I felt this way when Rob, when you came to Orlando and presented to our group, I thought, wow. We have such a smart guy up there analyzing the data, digging into what's happening to correct and to, you know, to enhance an area that we all, uh, you know, care about a lot. And here's what was amazing to me. And this is more of a comment. What was amazing is that, you know, when we talk about, you know, trust. What can we do to increase trust? The three things you said, it was amazing. It said, and these are, these are, you know, you, you know, these are kind of givens. You think we all would be doing this, but you said, you know, the first thing you had to do is answer their questions. That's <laughs> what we're there for. I mean, that's like, okay, you know, but it's amazing that we're not doing that. Obviously we're not doing it as much as we should be doing it. So that was an area of opportunity. Let's answer the questions, you know? And then the other thing you said, you know, let's be honest. I mean, come on. That should go without saying. Let's just be honest. People, amen. <laughs> you, these people that are sitting in front of you are just Double like, amen. they're just like your family. They they have families. They're real people. I know we sometimes call them tours or whatever, but they're people. And we should just be honest with them. And, you know, good or bad, tell them, here's what it is. You know, on another podcast, I said, if they say they want to go to the moon, you got to tell them that they need a spaceship. Right. <laughs> Points right. are not going to get you to the moon. Right. But you know what? It can get you a good rest the night before you're going to the moon. How about that? But- you know, Rob, Rob, as much as we travel, Jackie, Jay, and I, and go around the country, there's always these um, pace-setting reps that are um, that have almost no um, rescission issues, right? And and I go around, I ask them things like, who's a 10? Who knows how to navigate the blue-green on a website on a 1 out of 10 scale of 10? Two people raise their hand. I look at the leader and say, where are they on your rotor? And he goes, oh, number one and number two. Yeah. Right. So so the point is, I was just going to say that, Jay, the three things he talked about were so powerful, but they're being done by the top of the line. Yes. And maybe not by the rest of the line. Jackie, how passionate are you about product knowledge? <laughs> well, I believe that if you don't know it, then right. you can't say what's how it actually works. Now, the, the, the challenge there for a lot of reps and especially new reps is to manage not telling everything to where it sounds complicated and we're still you know getting people excited about 
you know, all the things that Rob was talking about in terms of the experience that your family has when when you're on vacation. Um, nobody buys anything uh, and 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 reads the entire owner manual the day they buy it, you know. So we don't always have to teach them how everything works. But I believe that if we don't if we don't know how things work, then it leads us down this path of uh, maybe saying something that isn't true and not even realizing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that third thing that you talked about was listening. And I don't know if you noticed this, but when you were in Orlando, we were all like, <laughs> we were just sitting there like just staring and, 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 and absorbing everything you were saying because it was so informational. And I guess we, you know, we all got an ideas of what, why we think people change their minds or rescind and to, to, to see the data and you brought it and said, well, here's what the data shows. It was a kind of mind boggling and it was, it was kind of, you know, it was, it was really good to hear that, that it's something that we just got to go back to doing the basics, listening, answering questions, being transparent, being honest, just the basic things that we need to go back to, you know, focusing on. And that's that those three items in particular, answering the questions, listening, being honest, creates the credibility, develops the foundation of trust. I trust in you. I trust in the company. And uh, this was a great, this is a great decision. You know, I, I fundamentally believe that we, we sell, create and deliver experiences let, that allow our family and friends to fall in love all over again. Ooh. Now, it's very sentimental, yes. but it's so very true. Powerful. <laughs> Um, something that was popped in my head and we, we talk about this as sales leaders as well is we, there's a need to what we call button up our sale when, before they walk out the door and when they're leaving to make them feel good about it. Um, and I can't think of a better button up story than the true third party story that Wayne just told (laughs) about someone who came in to rescind that was, was worried and nervous and anxious about their purchase because it, it was a lot of money and they had things going on in their life and every reason not to buy, but whatever they said, now they've been on three different vacations saying, thank you for, for helping us keep this. And, um, Wow, it's it's a true story. I'm I'm moved and inspired by that, Wayne. So thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. I loved it too. Rob, you said 37% rescind while they're, they're still on vacation. Yeah. Where 57% or 58% don't rescind until they get home. Has your research been able to differentiate the two of the ones that waited versus the ones that just said, what the heck did I do? The, uh, the research is really, well, predominantly focuses on those that made the decision at home. Okay. And I believe at that, at that point, they share their story with family and friends and right. say, what did you do? Haven't you read this? And so right. forth. And it gives them more time to reflect. And they're, they're away from the sales process or the, the residual memory has, is, has been strong enough to, over, to have them overcome that. Or... That while at home, they uh, someone brings up an objection and say, well, I didn't hear that before. I haven't heard that before. So that's why it's so important to answer questions that are, that are not asked. So if I go through the sales process and I said, wow, I didn't really have to mention that much about maintenance fees or I didn't have to mention about this. 
Well, we're only that old expression the culprit knows despite our face. We we really should look at we know we should be on the offensive in terms of answering the giving those questions, those objections. Say you may hear this later on, but I want to let you know, I'm just you know, letting you know this is this is what you'll see out there. Right. Um, and I, I would I would stress don't be afraid of that. Right. Don't afraid to bring those objections in the sales process. And um even in the QA process, when we, we go through the various things and we have the various documents, uh, I've heard I have many, many strong comments about the QA process, but I did hear one comment that I do want to share with you okay. that came in this month's survey that the, they were fine with everything until in the QA process, the person that was their perception covered over the rescission verbiage on the contract with their hand and said, just sign this. This is something we just need to require. And they were so taken back by that <laughs> apparent uh, cover up of that, sure. that they later just, they, that's what they pointed on why they rescinded. Right. So the transparency process has to not only go throughout the whole um, sales process, but also in the QA process. Right. There's no question the messaging needs to be congruent. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a celebration to your point, Rob. And, and, I'm glad we're recording this, Jay, because when he talked about ownership and creating opportunities to fall in love with your family again, that's really what it is. It's really yeah. not the real estate. It's not the points. It's just changing our behavior going forward. And I can tell you this, Jackie, you've talked about button up. The best reps in the business have the strongest button up, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And when you build and when you build value high because we have a great product, right? So when right. we build the value of our product high, going back to what you were talking about, when you said sometimes we have to bring up uh, things before, they, you know, even questions they didn't ask. A lot of, I know a lot of representatives feel like, well, am I creating objections? Am I bringing up, let's say the rescission? We don't, we don't, we don't want to bring up rescission, but the whole point right. is my, here's my point. When you build the value high, you can actually throw in some of those things because it's true. Sure. Something they think about, they may read something. If right. you were to say, now when you leave here, we're all happy. This is a great, and here's why you did it. Da da da. But now, if you, when you leave, sometimes I don't know if you're one of those type of uh, people, but sometimes you will hear things. Family members, uh, you might read something. Just know that that represents, like any company. I, I say this, you know. Disney sells timeshare and they're one of the purest companies out technically, you know, when it, in people's perception. Right. So my point is build the value high, connect, build trust. And then, you know what? I know I appreciate when someone says now, Jay, you bought the Escalade. Just know that when you get home and you look back over this $122,000 purchase, <laughs> you might start feeling a certain way. <laughs> but then, you, you know, I want you to remember this, Jay. I want you yeah. to remember this, this, and this. See, I can appreciate that because the value is high. The trust is there. And I appreciate someone saying that, you know. Well, we, we all talk about being susceptible to the negative influence of other people. It's called SNIOP, right? But the other day, I have to celebrate a story at Club 36 where somebody bought a $38,000 package, left, were questioning some people on the property to see if they made the right decision. And watch this, Rob. They ran into a diamond owner who had 110,000 points, who bragged, who boasted, 
who talked about life-changing opportunities to fall in love again. They walked back in the sales center and wrote a check for $198,000 and went straight to 100,000 points. So the train runs on the track both ways, right? (laughs) Self-doubt, self-confidence. And I hope everybody's getting the message as you leave that self-doubt creeps in. You have to have more self-confidence and self-doubt or people are going to play it safe, Rob. And what is safe? No. It's a place where you store It's a place where you store your money. That's where it is. A safe. (laughs) That's what it is. But, you know, Rob, I want to just, and and I don't know if uh, you shared this or not, but I'm, I'm curious. Is there a dollar amount that represents the rescissions? Just to kind of put it in perspective, if you had to say in a year's time, what, what, what are we looking at in dollar amount that it costs the company with these? Well, the rescission that the, the, the folks that uh, I surveyed was represent a little over $20 million in business. Wow. Man, that wow. is, and- wow. Go ahead, Jackie. Oh, I was going to say, and that's a, and there's a heck of a lot of people, more, more people than that, that rescinded, but it's always great to get, um, get the data behind why they're, why they're canceling. And, and imagine with that, with that sample size multiplied out, you know, it's, you're going to hear the same stuff, uh, over and over again with. Yeah. With but people. how much of that 20 million, Jackie, Robin Wayne, how much of that 20 million based on the people you, uh, in, uh, interviewed, how much of that could have been avoided just by doing, I mean, just by being transparent, by just answering the questions, just, I mean, that is just, because what I look at that, I, I look at that a little differently. I look at that as $20 million, yes, but how many families did we not help, that we not show a better way to vacation, did we not help create those memories? I look at it that way because I think all of our guests that we invite in, deserve the opportunity, the equal opportunity to be able to give their family these type of vacations and these type of opportunities? Well, the answer to your question is we're sitting at about 731 million right now. We've written 850. Wow. So you're talking about 120 plus million dollars, not just this 20 million that mm-hmm. he did the survey on. Yeah. It's a monster number. And I hope yes. everybody here is is listening. What you write doesn't matter. What comes good is all that matters, right? What you keep. And hey, before we before we wrap up, um, I I wanted to share something because uh, Rob has said maintenance fees a couple of times, and I would say some of your rookie or more fearful sales representatives shy away from maintenance yes. fees. And as yes. a time, I've been a timeshare owner since two thousand eight. I also feel that my I mean my family has uh, I bought it before I was even married, let alone have kids. And um, I just want to share something that anyone listening and can build value on your tables. You've probably done it yourself. You're going to have a guest on your table that's done it, whether you're in frontline or in-house. So so um, there's two vacations that I happened to go on this year that were outside of my timeshare. And uh, one was a hotel room and one was an Airbnb. So this is a, a good sample. And for those two trips, one was three nights in the hotel it was a night. It was a nice place to stay in in Boston. It was very nice, which there was a, a timeshare there, but I chose to do this. And then um, in Texas, I went to North Texas and stayed in an Airbnb for six nights. So altogether, nine nights. Those two stays put together were thirty six hundred dollars for nine nights. Okay, so this is true. I can show you the receipts. <laughs> wow. And people shy away from 
maintenance fees. And I say, yep. even on a gold package, we're talking, uh, you know, I don't know the number right off the top of my head, but likely less than that or close to that for maintenance fees. And how many more nights a year do they get from that uh, yep. once they're paid off? Because maintenance fees are the long-term cost of ownership. But um, I always say I love my maintenance fees because it gives me that peace of mind to right. know that when I go someplace, it's going to be updated. It's going to be modern. It's going to be clean um, and all the things that we say, but we really do mean it. So don't Jason, shy away Jason. from it. Yeah, Jason Gamble brought that up. Remember when he said 80% of the people who have no mortgage, this is my bill right here. This is my my maintenance fee bill sitting right on my desk. It's $2,262 right here for 14 days in Aruba mm -hmm. at a place that now, and that was 20 years ago, but for a place today that's $500 a night. Mm -hmm. So 12,000 versus 2,000, is that not the biggest no-brainer you ever heard in your life? Absolutely. So, You're so right. So listeners, rewind this, not not that they re rewind, just scroll back a little bit. Be kind, <laughs> rewind. Yeah, be kind, rewind. And and listen to this, make yourself a third party story from what we're from what we're uh, telling you today. This has been amazing. It has been amazing, Rob. Your 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 research, your commitment to customer experience, what you bring to us from Marriott, what you bring from Harris, what you bring with your education. You're making a difference, young man, and for me, as we go into the record-setting 2023, I want to say thank you in front of the whole Blue Green Nation for what you're doing for us, because you do a lot of this behind the scenes, but today you're helping us change a lot of lives. Think of the people that we'll be able to retain instead of rescind just from this one podcast, right, Jay? Mm -hmm. It'd be wonderful. Yeah. That'd be it. Yeah. the best uh, Christmas gift yet. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen for that. Rob has given us uh, access to this data and it has encouraged us to go mm -hmm. out and share it and we will, you know, we're going to make it part of our trainings, you know, because I think it's just eye opener. So this was an awesome way to end season two on a, on a very high note because Woo. next year, I mean, we got big plans next year. You think this year was big. We got some big plans. A lot of big things are happening. Uh, so we're even talking about doing something really uh, cool for uh, season three of the Peak Performance Podcast. So listen, Rob, we thank you. Uh, we we appreciate you spending your time. We know it's valuable. So any last words, that would you, uh, anything you got you'd like to share with the uh, audience? You got a lot of people out there listening. We have a great deal to be proud of. We, we deliver a great product. We do great things every single day. And uh, I, I, I would stress to reflect on the impact that uh, a vacation makes on a family that the memories the joy the laughter <laughs> the popcorn in front of the tv watching a movie uh, these these are all precious moments the the walks on the beach that go nowhere except just to walk spend time with you make all the difference uh, i've had the benefit of being in operations running resorts and and seeing firsthand how it makes a difference. I, I stay in contact with owners that I've known for 20 years uh, and send Christmas cards to. It, it's it's the fundamental of, of this research showed the value of trust. All relationships revolve around trust. We increase the level of trust through transparency, through listening, through respect, um, we will we will increase our ability to get more people to join our blue green family. 
I can feel the PTO request coming now from Jackie and Jay and everybody else listening to this. So. Yeah, just check your You're email, right. Wayne. <laughs> You're right. So listen, uh, Rob, I, you've you've listened to a few of our uh, podcasts, yeah. so you know what's com- what comes next, and we cannot let you go without Jackie putting you on the hot seat. Oh, now, okay. now, now with that, with that being said, I think Jackie said- I thought said, I was gonna avoid this somehow, but <laughs> No, okay. well, here's what, here's, here, here's the good news. I think this is gonna be more like the warm seat, Jackie, right? It's a lukewarm seat. It's a lukewarm seat. Okay, <laughs> So here we go. Let's, uh, let's uh, put Rob on the lukewarm seat here. Well, okay, let's do it, jeez, okay. Rob Hebler. You're now on the hot seat with Jackie Dish. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can sense your anxiety right now. It's it's really not going to be bad. So, I want to know, and Blue Green Nation wants to know, what is your all time favorite movie, and why is it your favorite movie? Uh, I, you know, I have to say, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh, it's I've, I've had, I'm fortunate. I live a wonderful life. I'm blessed with a great family and friends. And the uh, the uh, the movie with the fundamental principle of understanding the impact of you on others. You may think, though, I don't make an impact. I don't make a difference. But to have the opportunity to really see how you make an impact on on other people's lives, unbeknownst to you. So it's a very strong message for all of us to to understand that you are an incredibly important person and you make a significant impact in many people's lives, even though you don't realize it. So it'd be a wonderful life. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Amen. And you know, to to follow up with that, I've always told people we don't sell real estate. We inspire people to make a change, Mm. a change in their life, a change to fall in love again. And um, after the number of years, all of us have been, there's gotta be a hundred years on this call. Um, you know, it's nice to change lives and then you worry about getting paid for it later. So on behalf of Jay and Jackie and the blue green nation, Rob, you crushed it. Today. You did. Thank you Absolutely. so very much. Over to you, Jay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Wayne. So yes, everyone out there, first of all, we want to say thank you for supporting us. And also we want to thank you and wish you happy holidays be safe. And until next season, season three, we will we'll be see you back. next year. Yes, we will. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Bye-bye. You know what?